Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. Will you pray with me? Eternal God, in the reading of the scripture, may your word be heard. In the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. And all of us gathered here on this day said, Amen. The scripture lesson for today comes from the Psalms. Psalm 111. Will you join me in listening to this word? Praise the Lord. I want to thank the Lord with all my heart in the company of those who do right in the congregation. The works of the Lord are magnificent. They are treasured by all who desire them. God's deeds are majestic and glorious. God's righteousness stands forever. God is famous for his wondrous works. The Lord is full of mercy and compassion. God gives food to those who honor him. God remembers his covenant forever. God proclaimed his powerful deeds to his people and gave them what they had belonged to other nations. God's handiwork is honest and just. All God's rules are trustworthy. They are established always and forever. They are fulfilled with truth and right doing. God sent redemption for his people. God commanded that his covenant last forever. Holy and awesome is God's name. Fear of the Lord is where the wisdom begins. Sure knowledge is for all who keep God's laws. God's praise lasts forever. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. This in the church liturgical calendar is known as Christ the King Sunday. This is the last Sunday of the liturgical year, which runs from really the first week of Advent until really this Sunday, Christ the King Sunday. But did you know that the history of Christ the King Sunday is actually kind of interesting? It's more recent in church history. It actually was kind of developed in 1925 by Pope Pius, who was interested in, in trying to keep Christ at the center of the world because, let's be honest, things were kind of a little bit chaotic at that time. And he wanted to draw Christ into the center of culture, into the world, and, and put Jesus at the center. You know, church, I'm here to tell you that if we do just that, if we put Jesus at the center of our lives, if we put Jesus at the center of every decision we make, we find ourselves saying, praise the Lord. If we find ourselves lost or lonely, who do we turn to? We, we, we should turn to Jesus because that's really easy. That's really the simple answer, isn't it? One of the questions that, that Shanna's going to have to answer to over the next few years uh, when she works on her ordination paperwork is, is the question is, Jesus is Lord. Explain that. Flesh that out. And I remember sitting there with my questions and, and thinking, I only have about a half a page to flesh this out. People have spent years and careers just on that statement, Jesus is Lord. But the real question is, what does that look like? If we proclaim Christ as our King, if we proclaim Christ as at the center of our lives, we find ourselves like the psalmist today. 
Reflecting on what God has done, the, the great deeds and, and the, that are majest, majestic and glorious. God's righteousness lasts forever. I think far too often we forget those things. That God can take those small things and, and, and do great things. And, and we see that in Jesus as Jesus lived his life. Remember last week when Shannon told the story of the boy that happened just that day. That boy, that particular day, was carrying five loaves and two fish. And we don't know why he was carrying five loaves and two fish. He had five loaves and two fish, and yet God used him to feed 5,000 people to show the world what a miracle looks like. How can we not believe that God can't use us with what we have? Far too often we get, we get lost and we look at that pie in the sky and we dream. You know, it's funny, when, you know, when the lottery bloomed to what it was, man, what I would do with those lottery winnings. The list abound from me and from you and from everybody else that I heard. that Man, if I just won that lottery. Here's the fun thing about that. You have to play to win. So I didn't win. I didn't play. And it's a good thing about faith and discipleship. If we don't play, we don't win. If we don't get dirty, we, we, we don't get to really know Jesus. And getting dirty looks different for everybody. We have to look at ourselves and realize what we have and what we don't have and stop focusing on what we don't have and utilize what we have. And when we do just that, we find ourselves saying, praise the Lord. How often have you found yourself utilizing what you had and it changing somebody's life? And it may not have been much. It may have just been a little bit. It may have just been a morsel. But could you imagine if, if we put Christ at the center of our lives? Not only will he take care of us and, and, and he'll shelter us from the storm, uh, but, but understand that when we put Christ at the center of our lives, he's going to disrupt us. If you don't believe me, read the Gospels. When Jesus asked the disciples, hey, come fish with me, it wasn't an easy journey, was it? They had trials and tribulations. They, they had struggles. And it wasn't even easiest for the best disciple, Peter. Remember the story of Peter. He's, he, Jesus is standing on the water and Jesus says, hey, come, be with me. Jesus makes his little way, and, and then when he realizes he's doing something great, what does he do? He starts assessing himself and realizing he shouldn't be doing this. And what happens? He sinks. It's the same thing with our faith. When we don't keep Christ at the center of our lives and keeping us moving and, and moving towards Jesus, we sink. I love this line in the reading today from verse 10. Fear of the Lord is where wisdom begins. Sure, knowledge is, where, is for all who keep God's laws and God's praises last forever. I want you to understand that fear here isn't boogeyman fear. Fear here is respect and love. And it's that way that we should have for God, is that we shouldn't be afraid of God. We shouldn't be afraid to hide whatever it is we're trying to hide from God, because God already knows. We should have the fear and respect of Him that, that helps us honor Him, helps us do whatever it takes to make God's glory shown here on earth. And you have just what it takes. I think far too often we sell ourselves short or, or, or we look back and we, we find ourselves stuck in this history of what we used to do and we don't realize what God can use of us right now. This is Christ the King Sunday. 
And I ask you, do you have Christ at the center of your life? Do you model your life after Jesus or someone else? And that's a hard question to wrestle with. That's not something I'm, I, I'm not expecting you to say yes or no right now. I'm not expecting you to, to, to have it all mapped out right now. Because let's be honest, the disciples didn't have it all mapped out when Jesus said, hey, come and fish with me. They just knew who was at the center, who was leading them, and who was guiding them. And he took them on a wild ride. And he showed them how to live. Will Willimon, he has this great quote. I, I love this little line from Will Willimon. Uh, he's a former bishop, former bishop, a United Methodist pastor. He said, We do not, perhaps, we cannot take time for God. God in Christ takes time for us and interrupts us throughout the day. If we have the eyes of faith to see it, God takes time from us. God doesn't wait for us to fine-tune the spiritual disciplines. God grants us the freedom to be able uh, to be about our vocations in the world, doing what we have to do in this life. Then God suddenly shows up, unexpectedly becomes an event in our time and disrupts our lives. So I want to caution you. If you put Christ at your center, be ready for disruptions. But they're holy disruptions. Now, they may push us and they may stretch us about what we know and what we believe, but that's where God wants us to be, to be ready, to, to be able to say that Christ is our king and live that out and, and be able to faithfully have that bumper sticker that we have on our cars to say, Jesus is my co-pilot, and it really should say, Jesus is my pilot, because co-pilot assumes that you're also in charge. If we let it go and let Christ be in charge, imagine what our lives would look like. But be aware, that doesn't mean there's no suffering. Suffering's a part of Jesus' narrative. Struggles are part of Jesus' narrative. You don't think Jesus was panicking a little bit when here are 5,000 people, they had to feed them, and all they have is five loaves and two fish? He panicked just a little bit, but he remembered, I'm in charge. I got this. Five loaves, two fish, feed 5,000 people with leftovers. You can't ask for a Thanksgiving dinner better than that. So today, I want you to dream. I want you to dream what this church could look like if we kept Christ at the center of what we do. And the reason why is if we say Jesus is Lord, we better model it. Because the world is watching. If we proclaim Christ as, as at our center, if we, if we wear the Jesus t-shirts, understand the world is watching you to be like Jesus. And that's scary. That's challenging. But that's where God wants us to be. And, and when we live that out in our daily lives, we find ourselves in celebration. When five loaves and two fish feed 5,000 people, we find ourselves saying, praise the Lord. And so today, what we're going to do, Colin's going to come up uh, here in a second. Colin is our worship leader in Open Door Worship, and, and, and he's going to play a song. The words are going to be on the screen, and, and if you feel free to sing it, you, may, you probably don't know this song unless you click the email this, this weekend. We're going to sing this song that, that 
will help us feel Christ's reign coming down upon us and centering us in him. And I want to pray as Colin is, is playing and, and singing and, and we're singing with him, I, I, want, I want you to, to come forward. I've got some sticky notes up here. And share your dream of what your dream that this church can look like with Christ at its center. And if we can do that, if we, if we can take these dreams and, and, and maybe our, our leadership team and, and board will, will look at it and, and figure out what does it mean, what can we be to be a church of open hearts, open minds, and open doors to live into these dreams that we have. And remember, we're giving these dreams up to God, so dream. Don't just write something down. Dream about what this church can be like with Christ at its center. Dream what we can do together at Christ at our center. Because when we do that, amazing things can happen. And so let's prepare our hearts for this time and this place. I'm going to invite Colin uh, to go ahead and start. And feel free to come forward and, and share your dream. I am yours and I am flawed Given all All I know, all I am Poured out at your feet And I am only human you are divine, I seek to know you with sinful eyes. Let your rain fall down, let your rain fall down, let your rain fall down over me, let your rain fall down. Let your rain fall down, let your rain fall down over me. And I am here. Yours and I am flawed. Given all, all I know, all I am priceless in your care. And I am only human. You are divine. I seek to know you with sinful eyes. Let your rain fall down. Let your rain fall down. Let your rain fall down over me. Let your rain fall 
imagine what this world would look like if we allowed God's reign to fall down upon us? Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd love to join us in person, we worship at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings, and you can find out more information about us by going online at tahlequahumc.org.